Rise above the din, unbox the news with me, Raghav Behel. Perhaps the most uh, grey or uh, contested achievement during Modi 1.0 is his record over the economy. People are truly divided here. His fans, from sharpshooting statistical doyens to celebrated ex-CFOs, believe he performed miracles. Less shrill but equally intelligent analysts believe he was plenty of sound and fury but little action. Now, so to paraphrase Prime Minister Modi himself, Sava saw crore Hindustani ye janna chate hai ki Modi ne arth vevastha ko mazboot banaya ya ek bahumulya moka gavadia. That's 1.25 billion Indians want to know if Modi strengthened the economy or squandered a priceless uh, opportunity. Now, here are Prime Minister Modi's four reforms in five years, and that's in descending order of importance. Number one, Ujwala. Now, under this scheme, over 60 million poor rural women were given free LPG connections to yank them away from harmful smoke chulas. Wait, I can already see that many of you are up in arms. Why am I calling just another subsidy, just another freebie, a reform, uh, you will ask me angrily. Because this is perhaps the only Modi scheme whose underlying economic principle is genuinely reformist. Uh, that's a move from a generalized to a sharply targeted subsidy. And even more critically, uh, the Prime Minister donned a free marketer's hat. He launched a non-coercive campaign to persuade non-merit subsidy takers to voluntarily give up in favor of those who needed the handout. Now, I've uh, deliberately emphasized a few words. Just see the half a dozen words that I have emphasized. Targeted, free market, non-coercive, persuade, voluntary, need. These words should be at the core of any pedigreed economic reform. But you know what? Ujula is perhaps the only Modi initiative that ticked all these uh, touchstones. Now I come to reform number two, and that's the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code, IBC. Finally, Badly run companies in India can be legally wrenched from corrupt, uh, sometimes incompetent, owners. India was, uh, you know, often derided and very correctly so as an economy which was thick with poor companies and shareholders, but extremely wealthy founders. Uh, the subtext here, of course, was that these people had skimmed value from public uh, to private assets. Mercifully now, the, these fat cats or these crooks can be brought to book. The only reason I've placed this fundamental change at the second place is because the legal architecture could have been tighter uh, with fewer loopholes. But you know what? Heck, this is a big reform, so there's no question about that. I come to reform number three, and that's direct benefit transfer, DBT. Now, while this is another huge reform, uh, look at what happened. Nearly 2.8 lakh crore, that's about $40 billion of SOPs were transferred directly into the bank accounts of authentic beneficiaries this year. And this has saved, over the last four years, 1.2 lakh crore, that's about $18 billion uh, in leakages and fraud. And that's happened over uh, the last four years. And they've eliminated almost 70 million fake accounts over several schemes. But Prime Minister Modi will have to share credit here with, you know, uh, the Congress or the, the family that he usually abhors, because whether he concedes it or not, and you know, he never will concede it, the foundation for this massive reform was laid by the political force that he endlessly vilifies. Uh, that's Dr. Manmohan Singh and uh, uh, Mrs. Sonia Gandhi, who created the Aadhaar digital identity superstructure for over a billion people. Uh, and to 
complete the somewhat messy picture for Prime Minister Modi. He had vehemently opposed it under the earlier regime. Finally, uh, reform number four, uh, the goods and services tax, GST. Now, this is... Um, this is truly a one-legged uh, one, but, you know, it's nonetheless a reform. It's been made horribly complicated. Uh, the very antithesis of what a GST is supposed to be. I'll give you just one egregious example from just uh, the previous week. Now, one fine day, uh, the GST Council changed uh, the design for real estate transactions from a 12% rate to a 5% rate, but without any input tax credits. Now, tell me, if there is no credit, can you even call it a GST? Shouldn't it be uh, just called another plain indirect tax? But wait, less than a week later, this change was changed again. Now you could choose. You could do 12% with input tax credits or 5% without. Now this astounding illustration merely proves why the Modi GST is really a GST more in nomenclature but far less in substance. Uh, to cap it up, you've got more than a half dozen rates. You've got cesses. You still have exemption for alcohol and petroleum products, etc., etc. Net-net, it's hardly a GST. But again, given uh, the generic elemental change in our federal tax structure, let's be charitable. Let's cut uh, Prime Minister Modi some slack. At least he's taken the first, albeit um, faltering and stumbling, but the first step on, this, on the road of this very arduous uh, tax reform. So, that's it. Four economic reforms in five years of a full majority government after 30 years. And in another similar video report that uh, I will be recording soon, I will list all the economic negatives of Modi Raj. And for that, you've got to brace yourself for a tough ride. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Raghav's Take.